How do you recognize a leader? By the arrows on his back. That's a statement that my mentor Russell Brunson makes all the time. And what he means is that when you step out into leadership, when you go out and you want to start a movement or a tribe, when you want to take a stand for your brand, for your cause, for your business, for whatever it is that you're passionate, passionate about, then you have to be willing to take the criticism, the judgment, the naysayers, the attacks, all that comes with being at the forefront of something that incites passion at something that makes people take a stand in favor or against at something that is valuable and meaningful and it is true that if you want to be at the head of a movement you have to not just be willing but be in expectation and anticipation of all those things of criticism of judgment or attack and that is probably one of the reasons why so many people with such a great potential for leadership shy away from it because they're not willing to put themselves or their families in a position where they are going to be criticized, judged, and even attacked. But very seldom do we stop to think about leadership beyond that great realm of being the head of a movement or a cause or a brand. The truth of the matter is that at one level or another, all of us lead. If nothing else, we are called to lead ourselves to lead how we respond and act in the face of challenges or situations, to lead how we manage our emotions and how we take a stand for the things that are important to us. We are called to lead in the way that we use our time and our resources. And most of all, we are called to lead in the way that we use the talents that we have been given and those that we have worked really hard to develop and to bring to the marketplace whether it be in business, as a community, as a faith leader, as the leader in your family, or simply as the model that some people might be looking at to see how you handle and how you manage certain things. And even if nobody were to be watching, you have to look at yourself in the mirror. So I am a firm proponent in the fact that all of us lead and that any kind of leadership that is worthwhile starts with leading yourself. Self-leadership is the first and most important step in leading anyone or anything. So what I would love for us to do today and sincerely speaking is take a little bit of a closer look at what stepping into leadership looks like and how we can start doing it today. There is an obvious lack of leadership in the world. Nations without effective governments, businesses unable to adapt to crisis and change, schools where adults are afraid of children, and families that have lost their standing as the foundation of society. Is there any hope? What can anyone do to change this grim outlook? This is Sincerely Speaking, and here we will explore how self-leadership and the pillars of clarity, communication, connection, and competence can ignite the fire of change one spark at a time. I am Marcy Amaro, and I welcome you to this open conversation here in Sincerely Speaking. Now, the first thing to consider when we're looking at leadership is something that is very often brought up, but even more often confused, and that is purpose and passion. The reason I say that it is often brought up and even more often confused is because we all know that in order to do something worthwhile, we have to be passionate about it. And ideally, we should be living in purpose while doing it, 
right? But the reason I think it's misunderstood is because we very often hear the conversation in terms of what is your passion, what is your purpose, and it makes it feel like it's a one and done. Like once you figure out what your purpose and your passion are, then you're set for life and you're you're supposed to remain. <laughs> I was about to say stuck. And yeah, and you're stuck with that purpose or passion. You are to remain within that purpose or passion for the remainder of your existence. Well, anybody who has ever gone through a transition in your life knows for sure that that is untrue. And I'm not just talking about huge transitions like you switched your career or you moved to a new continent or something like that. I'm talking about simple day-to-day -day transitions. Think back to your high school graduation, for instance. Did you have it all figured out at your high school graduation? Did you know exactly what every next step in your life was going to be? Did you know exactly what the major you needed to focus on was or what the career path you needed to follow was? And more importantly, even if you thought you did, did you follow that? Because I can tell you, I thought I had it all figured out at high school graduation. And mind you, <laughs> I had just turned 17 when I graduated high school. And I thought I had it all figured out. I was going to go to the University of Rochester in upstate New York, which I was accepted into. And I was going to major in neurology, then go into medical school, probably right there in Rochester, because they have an amazing med school. And I was going to become a neuro, uh, neurosurgeon. That was the plan. And that would take me anywhere from 12 to 18 years to complete. And I knew that in the process, I had internships and residencies and all these other things that I needed to do. And I thought that the path to my future was completely laid out, that I was absolutely clear and that I knew exactly what I was going to be doing. Never in my wildest dreams did I think that I was going to end up as a teacher, let alone an English teacher. But being a teacher paved the way for a lot of who I became, helped me become the person I am and helped me understand leadership and stepping out in courage and valuing things that I didn't value before and learning to interact with people and listen to people. And it brought me to a different level of leadership and to being able to own who I am. So there's nothing in your path that is accidental, or at least that's my belief. There's nothing in my path that happens to you without a potential purpose to it or without a potential positive that can be drawn out of it. But there's also no way that you can today know exactly every step that you're going to take to get to tomorrow or 100% what tomorrow will look like. The truth is that you can start paving the way for that tomorrow and that it is important to have a vision of where you want that tomorrow to be. But it is also important to be flexible in understanding that as we evolve, as we grow, and as we change, so do our passions and our purpose. I was extremely passionate about some things when I thought I was going to be a neurosurgeon. And at the time, I was 17, obviously single, and not really thinking about anything or anyone, but what I thought I wanted to do. Then I started getting to know myself better. I started interacting with other people. I started getting deeper into my faith. 
I grew and I evolved and I matured in a million and a half different ways, eventually got married and had kids. And in every one of those transitions, I noticed my passion and my purpose shift. Not because what I originally thought was my passion and my purpose completely disappeared from my purview or because I suddenly thought it wasn't important anymore, but because other things took the forefront, took the lead and became more important, more pressing, more meaningful based on the stage I was in. And I hope this is making sense. So when I have a conversation with you about passion and purpose, please understand that we're looking at passion and purpose right now, and that we're also looking at something that is probably going to change, that is probably going to evolve as you continue to evolve. I had a college professor that used to always say, if you're not learning and growing, then you're dying, right? So the only moment you stop to learn and grow is the moment when you're ready for the grave. So if you're not there yet, then there is going to be some shifting and some changing that is going to be taking place. And it is not only okay, but it is totally what should happen, right? It is the norm. It's the the goal is to have passion and purpose that grow, evolve, and change as we grow, evolve, and change. So give yourself permission to look at your passion and your purpose today without the burden of feeling that it has to be the end-all, be-all, and that once you decide that this is it, then there's no changing it because that's not what's going to happen. So with that in mind, understanding that there will be shifting, understanding that there will be modifying and changing, here are some things to think about in order to identify your purpose and your passion. First, what lights you up? What makes you come alive in such a way that you feel the excitement bubbling up? What makes you so happy and so focused and so in tune with yourself? that you could focus on that one thing for hours and hours and hours and not even feel time pass? What are those things that you would do for free and that you would do forever if you could? And if there's if there was nothing else getting in the way, you would focus on that thing all the time without any kind of hesitation or guilt. That's one cue or one clue. The second question is what pisses you off? And yes, I want you to think about what makes you really, really mad. What makes you so mad that you want to throw punches, that you want to actively do something about it, that it stirs you up inside in such a way that you can't ignore it, that it makes you feel like if this thing doesn't change, then I'm going to just burst or explode. What is something that you would be willing to put yourself on the line for, to change, to alter? to defend somebody who's going through it. Really, what pisses you off? And then finally, what stirs you to action? What stirs that compassion in you in such a way that you feel very compelled to do something, that you can't hold yourself back, that it makes you just want to take action Start a movement, not necessarily like a huge one, but light the fire under people so that they start working with you to change this thing or supporting a a cause or a brand or a nonprofit that actually is doing something to fix this thing. 
So when you start looking at these things, my suggestion is take a piece of paper and write it all down. So think about what lights me up, what makes me so excited and happy that I just want to be involved in it and I want to be doing it all the time. Write it down. Don't filter it. Don't judge it. Don't question it. Just write it down. Then what pisses me off? What makes me so angry and so mad that anytime I see any semblance of it, I just want to stop it somehow. I want to do something about it. And what moves me to action? What moves the compassion inside of me so that I want to contribute? I want to do, I want to donate. I want to help in some way. And once you have all those things written down, take a minute or two, detach yourself from it and then come back and look for patterns. Look for things that are similar. Look for things that work together and keep asking yourself, what is it about this that impacts me so much? What is it about this that touches my heart and my soul? What is it about this that resonates with me or that makes me feel like there's something I can and should do? And as you think about those patterns, as you think about the answers to these questions, some things will, con- will start to emerge that are evident, that are evident as consistent in your life that you can't ignore. And those will point you to your purpose and your passion. Once you know what your purpose and your passion are right now, and you could have more than one, right? Because as an entrepreneur, I have a passion, but as a parent, I have a different passion. As a wife, I have a different passion. As a Christian, I have a different passion and a purpose, right? So think about the fact that you could have more than one. And then think about maybe how all of those can be consolidated into one thing. I know for a fact that as I work as an entrepreneur and I work to try and help people reach their highest potential, I'm also helping create a better world for my daughters. And that marries, it combines two, maybe even three of my passions into one. And it gives me a greater purpose. I have a purpose to change the world for the better. And I know that's lofty as purposes should be. But I know that as I do these little things and as I work on individual projects, I'm moving towards that purpose and everything comes together, right? So that's the first thing. Identify and look for ways in which your passion and your purpose can be clearly defined so that everything you do can move towards that purpose and that passion, right? The second is coherence. And I stopped talking about passion because I was about to step into coherence without going further. I like the word coherence rather than alignment or congruence. And alignment and congruence are used a lot. And I don't have anything really against them, except for the fact that at least in my brain, when I think about alignment, it has to be perfectly aligned. Like there has to be a level of perfection and finality in it, right? Same thing with congruence. When things are congruent, they are perfectly moving in the same direction. They are perfectly connected in some way. I like to hear about, I like to talk about coherence instead because coherence gives a little bit of space and a little bit of wiggle room in terms of that level of perfection. We are not looking for everything that we do and everything that we say and all the projects that we turn take on to perfectly align or to be perfectly congruent with our passion and our purpose. What we're looking for is things that are coherent with, that go well with, that complement and support 
our purpose and our passion. Whenever I talk about coherence, I'm reminded of two things. First of all, I was an English teacher for a very, very long time. So my <laughs> default, and I trained in literature. So my default is thinking about writing how writing needs to be coherent. Everything needs to support everything else. Everything needs to go together and everything needs to be uh, make sense in connection with everything else. That's what a coherent writing is. So when you're looking for coherence in your life, you're looking for projects, tasks, tasks, activities, mentors, colleagues, companions, support systems that make sense with, support, and go with your passion and your purpose, not necessarily perfectly aligned, but things that can support, complement, and uh, bring forth your purpose and your passion in a more powerful way. I'm also reminded of, I don't know if you ever saw the show, What Not to Wear. It was on TLC a long time ago, and it was these two fashion experts teaching people how to best dress for their body shape, for their lifestyle, for whatever they needed to do. And one of the phrases that they used all the time is that things need to go, not match. It needs to go, not match. So when you're looking for a pair of shoes, does it go with the rest of the outfit? If you're looking for accessories, do they go with the rest of the outfit? Not necessarily match perfectly, but go with. And their logic was this. And hear me out because I am getting to a point here. Their logic was this. If you're just matchy, 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 everything kind of blends together. And then the impact of the overall look is reduced. Whereas if you find things that go, then you can get accent pieces that make the entire look pop, that make it stand out, that make it be more impactful right off the bat, just by changing that mindset from it has to match to it has to go. Right. So the same thing, in my opinion, goes with your passion and your purpose and the tasks, the collaborations, the partners, the support system that you built around yourself to advance that purpose and that passion. Everything that you put in place should be coherent and it should go with your purpose and your passion. So it should help, comp help complement, support, advance your cause in a way that is impactful, that pops, that creates an impact. Are you seeing the connection? So it's like that accessory that helps bring an accent to your outfit so that it pops, so that it stands out. In that same way, you're looking for things that are coherent with your passion and your purpose and that help bring it up and create a different impact and accent the important things. So to give you a quick for instance, I am a speaking and leadership coach. I support leaders in developing their ability to speak and present their message so that they can lead more effectively. Now, one of the groups of leaders that I support is business leaders, but I'm not a business coach. So very often I interview in my podcast here, Cecily Speaking, very often I interview people who are focused on business, who are business coaches, who are business leaders themselves, who have been in business for a very long time, because I know that bringing in those experts who complement what I'm trying to do will enhance the value I get to bring to you. On the other hand, if I only brought in other leadership and speaking coaches, <laughs> we would be in alignment. We would probably agree in everything that we say. 
And we would probably even say things that are very similar. But what value would that add to you or to my passion and my purpose? It would not help me or you grow in any way, shape, or form. It would not um, hover or take care of the blind spots that I might have or the things that I can't help you with as well. But these other business leaders or these other people who are focused in other areas, like I brought in a while ago, Mary Beth Simone, and she works on contingency plans. Have you ever thought of a contingency plan? I wouldn't have either. So I brought her in to give us another layer of something else that we can look at. So look for things that are coherent, not necessarily things that are 100% in alignment and understand and see that where you are weak, somebody else is strong and bringing those strengths together is what will advance your passion, your purpose, and your leadership. Yes. So the first one, define and be clear on what your purpose and your passion are right now. And they go hand in hand. I always talk about them together. or usually talk about them together. Then look for supports, teams, strategies, anything that you bring in to be coherent with what you are trying to do in your purpose and your passion. And finally, in order to step into our leadership, we need to believe. We need to believe. In Ed Milet's book, The Power of One More, he talks about how it is not as important for the people following you to believe what you say as it is for you, for them to believe that you believe it. That's the way it is, right? So it's not as important that they believe it right away. Your passion and your purpose and the way in which you work in coherence with your values and your passion and your purpose will eventually move the right people to belief. But in the meantime, the most important thing is that they can see your belief and wholeheartedly believe that you believe it. When you look at, for example, Steve Jobs, whatever you might think of him, whenever he stood on stage to present a new project, a new product, you could see the belief in his eyes. And I'm sure many people in the audience were thinking that's impossible. There's no way that you can take a whole computer and put it in something that is smaller than a book or smaller than a notebook so we can carry it around. There's no way that you can take a hundred records and put them in a little thing that's smaller than a pack of gum, <laughs> right? There's no way that you can take a whole phone and put it in something that fits in the palm of your hand but they saw the belief in him. He believed it. And therefore they were willing to stand beside him because they believed that he believed it, right? So in that same way, the most important thing is not necessarily that you in instantly or immediately inspire belief in them. What is important is that your belief shows through so strongly that anybody watching you will believe that you believe it, right? So we're looking to step into our leadership, whether it is just looking at your self-leadership first, whether it is you being the leader of your family, the leader of your group of friends, the leader in your community, in your business, in your job, in your faith community, whatever that might look like. We get to start looking at our inner selves and leading ourselves through this process of being really clear and fully articulated in what our purpose and our passion are. 
understanding that they will change and that's okay. Just focus on what they are today, today. Look for coherence in everything that you do in the uh, teams that you create and the collaborations that you create so that you don't feel out of whack and completely out of alignment, right? So that everything that you do goes together so that everything that you bring in complements in a positive way and supports what your passion and your purpose are. And then finally, work on your belief. If you believe it, that's all that matters. If you can show that belief from within, then the people around you will rally based on how vividly they can perceive that you believe what you're saying. So if they can believe that you believe it, they will follow and eventually they will understand. I really hope that this has been helpful. If it has, I invite you to share it with someone in your life that you think can use this message today, right now. And I invite you to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube so that you don't miss any new episodes or any notifications about anything new that I put out. And in the meantime, also head on over to marciamara.com where I will have more resources, more information, ways to connect with me and resources to help you build your confidence and move on ahead. I invite you to speak with confidence, lead with authenticity, live with purpose, and go change the world. Until next time, this is Marcia Amaro, and this has been Sincerely Speaking. <music>